0: Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. And welcome to another edition of The GMAT Show, a GMAT podcast where we talk about all things related to the GMAT, including but not limited to, how to prepare for it, test-taking strategies presented by some of the world's leading experts, and the test-taking experiences of successful GMAT test-takers. Subscribe and follow our channel to get notified when the next session streams. My name is Evan, and I am the MBA director here at GMAT Club. Today, we are joined by a man who got a 750 on the GMAT, which puts him in the 99th percentile, if I'm not mistaken. And he did it all while he was working full-time, a stressful job, and frankly, I think we can all relate to that. So I think this is going to be a really (laughs) awesome session. Joining me this hour, and we are going to keep it to an hour, uh, is Alfonso. Alfonso, thank you so much for agreeing to join us here today. You told me. Prior to us going live, that you had spent a couple of months trying to get on this show, we appreciate it. It shouldn't have taken a couple of months, but nonetheless, you're here. We're excited. Why don't you introduce yourself
1: to our audience? Thank you, Evan. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, it took like at least a couple of months to coordinate uh, the right time. I'm actually here. You can see my background. I'm in an activity with my company right now. so Beautiful But area. I'm, I'm glad. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad we we made it work. Um, well, my name is Alfonso. I'm I'm 25 years old. I am from Chile. I'm originally from the north of Chile. I live there in a city called Antofagasta. Uh, I lived there all through high school and then I moved to Santiago. Now I'm in Santiago um, for college. And then after college, I just decided to stay and start working in, in consulting. So I've been working there for like over two years, a little less than two and a half years. And, um, and yeah, I, I took the GMAT last October, November, uh, 2021 so right. yeah well that's me <laughs> uh, uh, Bueno, que, que tiempo hace hoy? <laughs> wow that's impressive uh, i like that uh well it's really nice i uh, sadly summer's i think summer's already over uh it's fall right now but the weather is still pretty nice i mean i'm wearing a hoodie but it's pretty good 10 a.m in the morning so i i can't complain <laughs> sounds that it no no no, no. i'm gonna go more spanish but
0: uh (laughs) uh, i do speak spanish a little bit every now and again and i was going to follow up more but i I, again remembering we are short on time here because we want to keep this tight i'm going to refrain um Mm -hmm. wonderful uh you have a fantastic background we're excited to have you on uh let's start with sort of the basic question which is why did you why did you decide to take the gmat now you're you're sitting there, you graduate, you're 25, so you're definitely on the younger side of things. Yeah, what made yeah, you want yeah. to decide um, to go for the GMAT?
1: Yeah, to be honest, um, it was not a priority for me at all, even after joining consulting. Um, but as I you know, started getting more experience and getting into projects with managers that have had the experience to, of doing their MBAs, slowly I started like, getting into it and like, realizing that it could be like, a, a good thing to add into my you know, career. And last year, well, Chile, I don't know if you heard of it, but it was pretty strict with quarantine and and, and COVID restrictions. So at some point last, say, like July or something, I was like, okay, like maybe like I'm going to use this time to start like, you know, studying and just get it off the way and, and start prepping for the GMAT so eventually I can apply for a business school and everything. So that's pretty much how it happened.
0: So, so I know Americans are... Absolutely famous for not having a lack of geography or geographical knowledge. Okay, yes, that's I, I a good admit to that, but I believe I know where Chile is or some semblance of an idea of where it is. So,
1: want to give it a try? Like, where, where, like, next to what countries do you think Chile is? <laughs> oh, geez, put me. um, at least you know, like, the shape of Chile. We're famous for the shape of the country.
0: I, I, I don't want to embarrass myself. <laughs>
1: Okay, I'll I'll give you a hint you, or just South give America, you an answer, right?
0: right? South America, it's, yeah,
1: South America. It's the uh, on the um, huh! west, <laughs> on the west side of South America is the really long and skinny country. Like it's like okay. right next to Argentina.
0: I was gonna say next to Argentina, and that it was kind okay, of long. Great. Okay, so I did know that.
1: Okay, yeah, perfect, and and yeah, I mean we're not that many people. We're like less than twenty million people, so small country. It's fair that you don't really know where it is, but yeah. <laughs>
0: Well, we've again we've proven that Americans have some semblance of an idea of <laughs> geography, and that people from around the world think that we uh, we don't. So that that's that's the takeaway here. All right, but let's get to um, your GMAT studies. What was your init- What was your original goal, and what was the timetable yeah. you put on it?
1: Um, okay, that's a good question. I what if I just tell you the like, kind of like the timing of how everything happened. Because, like, my story, is, I think it's going to be really useful to share this. And Your then time, we can Chief. get into the details. Okay, great. Um, so, first, I said that I was just going to study for 10 weeks and see how I feel after those 10 weeks. And, and then, like, eventually schedule it. And if I was feeling ready, I was just going to go for it and, and, and take it. And I was going to take the online GMAT, of course. Like, uh, as I said, the COVID restric- restrictions were pretty intense. So, I was just going to take it from home. And um, so, yeah, by week eight, I was feeling great. So I said, I'm just going to schedule it for week 11. I'm um, going to go for it. It was a Sunday. I took some days off before, like three or four, so I could like fully focus and not get distracted. And well, that Sunday, um, everything good with the proctor and, and with setting up the thing for, for taking the test. And question five, I started with verbal, question five, um, it starts getting like really slow, like the software, like where I was taking the test and I was at home. And it was taking between five and 10 seconds after each question to actually go to the next question. Um, so I was really frustrated. I told the proctor, um, he was like, okay, I, I can see that, like uh, you're experiencing technical difficulties and, and long story short, he said, no worries, let's uh, report this and you can take another time. I was really frustrating because, like, you know how it is. Like, you prepare so much. I took time off and everything, and, and finally I, I, I couldn't take it. And then uh, I was really frustrated. Like, I, I have to emphasize on that because, like, you, you prep so much. And, and then a couple of days later, went back to work. I get the email back from GMAC saying, okay, like, we're so sorry. Like, here's a voucher, like, a, a code that you can use for another online test. So, okay, let's give it another shot. this time I'm gonna make sure that you know I'm fully connected to the best internet possible and everything's gonna like be better f- hopefully and that was two weeks after the regional date uh, mm-hmm. between you know emailing GMAC and everything to so make sure I could like schedule it. It was the a Sunday too, like two weeks after. And I was like, yeah, hey, like connected the, the Wi-Fi thing to the router, to the, the router, to the laptop and like everything, like making sure that no one was like using the Wi-Fi, uh, the speed test and everything. And same thing, started with Verbal, question 15, same thing happened. And I was like, I was so frustrated because at that point, I already knew what happened the whole uh, previous time. So this time I had a lady as a proctor, I was like, uh, excuse me, can, can you see what's happening? And and she was like yeah i can see that and it was weird cuz like i could hear her and she could see me perfectly like no interruptions so it was probably not an internet issue i'm pretty sure but anyway um i was like i'm honestly not going to be able to finish cuz like i've gone through like three or four questions and every time that i hit submit it, it it passes like 5 or 10 seconds and i then go to the next question so i was mm-hmm. losing you know say, like, 10 questions after every say, uh, after every question. So I was really And frustrated. that's big.
0: That, that's a huge amount of time to
1: lose per question. Oh, yeah. For no, and, like, you're, this, yeah. You're getting nervous, and, like, you're, I was sweating. I was like, okay, come on, like, just focus. You get distracted. And, but then I was like, I would like to report, like, technical issues. I'm not going to be able to finish. Because uh, I, I had gone through, like, three or four questions already with that issue. And she said something, like, in the lines of, like, if I were you, I would try to finish however you can. Because if you report technical difficulties for a second time, they're not likely to give you the money back or, or you're not going to be able to retake it. And I was like, what? <laughs> okay, I didn't know that. And so I, well, long story short again, like I try to like finish as, as fast as I can. Really awful experience. Like, I could not really finish. Like I think the last few questions, I had to guess them. And um, by the time that I was doing the, at the end, the, the awa i was like just writing whatever i was so annoyed at that point and and i ended up getting a 650 or 660 which i was really surprised i was like okay given the whole experience that i had like uh, guessing like a few questions and everything i was like yeah that's that's not bad i'm still gonna complain and everything but okay I, i i have a baseline at least like to you know have a score at least and anyway um I started sending emails, complaining, they were like, yeah, sorry, we, we, there's not much we can do about it. Uh, we recommend you schedule, like, an in-person test. Whatever. I, I I go and check the the times. Next one was for five weeks from that day. I was like, oh, like, you know, studying every day for another five weeks? Like, that's a lot. Like, an, every single day, an hour or two studying, you know, like, I've used most of the official questions. I, I mean, you, you know what it is. Like, it, once you run out, it's like, you know, you start, like, Oh, you're finding screwed. difficulties yeah 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 <laughs> anyway this gets even worse like I, I had vacations in between two weeks i was gonna go to a wedding in atlanta a, a friend's a wedding and so i had to take my books to the to the trip every morning study <laughs> for an hour i was like okay this is gonna be worth it whatever it gets even worse um so i came back and i, I was so ready like by that point i was like yeah i'm just gonna kill it i'm gonna go there and go all out and the night before of the test, I was so ready, you know, eating healthy, sleeping a lot, not distracted. I was literally in bed uh, on my phone to, like, you know, uh, before going to bed. I get a phone call for an unknown number, like the day before of the test. It was at 9 AM the following day in a, in a okay. test center. And they're like, hey, like, is this Alfonso Rojas, whatever? I was like, yeah. Um, I'm calling from the Institute, the name of the Institute where I was going to take it. Um, we're so sorry. Like, there's nothing we can do. Please, like, don't like there's nothing we can do, seriously. We got two positive uh, COVID cases in the institute, people that work employees, and we're not gonna be opening tomorrow. There's nothing we can do about it. Please just wait to be contacted tomorrow and, and see what the next steps are gonna be. And at that point, I was like, Okay, like the world does not want me to take the gym. I'm not I'm, like it was just the worst. I could not sleep that night. I was so frustrated, like. I was really anxious. I, 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 it was, it was the worst experience ever. Like the worst phone call. Like, um. But anyway, uh, next morning again, like, started calling them, emailing, them, emailing them, and finally I, I get them on the phone. I, it's not the GMAC. It's, it's another. I, I, forgot the name, but it's another company that runs the scheduling of the, of the Is test. It Pearson. They're, they're all, it's Pearson. Yes. Yes. Okay. It's Pearson. Yeah. So I, I finally get a lady on the phone, and she was like, okay, like I can totally move your, your test like great however it has to be in an open slot in the test center that you weren't going to take it that meant that i had to see and find an open slot which was another five weeks from that date and i was like okay i I was like okay thank you i'm not going to take it at that point i was like yeah i guess i'm just gonna keep the 660 i'm not gonna take it like like that whole process like just thinking, frustration, like, you know, all the studying that I had done, all the sacrifices of ha- like being two weeks in vacations at a wedding and like studying two hours every day. Anyway, um, I, I started doing something that day, that same Friday. It was a Friday. Really stupid at the moment, but now I'm really thankful that I did it. I would log in to MBA.com every couple hours, refresh the page, and see if there was an opening on the slots. Of course, nothing happened all Saturday, all Sunday. And then Monday, I get into work, working from home. I'm, log- I'm going to log in. And just like, you know, it's a routine thing. I'm not going to even, you know, bother. And there was an opening for that next Friday. And I was like, yes. I called the lady right away. I got the opening. It was four days after that day. So I had stopped studying. I was like, you know, mentally, I was like, yeah, I'm- forget about it. And I don't know. If- how it is for other people, but for me, like if I stop studying one or two days, like you start forgetting, like your like your rhythm, like how you start approaching the questions. But so I said, okay, this is it. Those four four following days, uh, Monday through Friday, I I went ham. Like I was literally going like five six hours a day. Would wake up really early, study before work, then work, try to finish early. Uh, talk to my manager, of course, and everything, and then put another like few hours. And I would not leave my house. And same thing, like sleeping really well, trying to like exercise a little bit, and finally that Friday, like I could I could take it, and it was, I don't know how many weeks, like at least ten weeks after the original intended date, and when I saw that score on the screen, it was just like, I, I almost started that. crying. Like it was so, it was like. After all that frustration and calling and having to send emails and and it was it was a lot and then yeah I, I felt like my you know my shoulders could finally rest and like I could like just relax and it was just the best feeling in the world.
0: That's what you should have had the title of your debrief.
1: <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I guess it was world, it was a lot. It was a really fun story, right? Like
0: <laughs> the world didn't want me to take the test. I took it anyway. <laughs> Um, Jesus. And by the way, folks, for those of you who are watching, I do not read these debriefs ahead of time because I want to go in blank slate. I don't want to assume anything. I don't want to know anything because I want to follow up with questions the way you guys would. So that's why if I'm asking questions, everyone's sitting there saying, shouldn't he know this? No, I shouldn't know this because I don't want to (laughs) know this. Ignorance is bliss. Um, So wow, lot to unpack there, but I mean, general story is things didn't go well time and time and time and yeah. time and time and time again. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Good golly goshness. <laughs> yeah. So you had you had your initial time frame, you had your timetable. Mm-hmm. It got it mm-hmm. kept getting pushed back and delayed. frustration is mounting. You finally take the thing. You finally get the stupid score that you want. Yeah. You told us that you were studying four or five hours a day. You met your t- you met your goal. So you met your yeah. goal, but it was just an insane path to get there. That was full frustration. And I want to hear about how you were able to handle that frustration. But first I want to sort of focus on the more technical aspects, which is you were you were studying in the morning, you were studying at night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want to know one, did you where was your starting point? Like, did you take a mock test and
1: yes. you were okay. at like a 570
0: totally. or um so, what was your starting point for us?
1: Yeah, yeah. So, as I said, I I did not take any any uh, courses. Uh, however, I did I pretty much every single free trial out there. I can I I can tell you the <laughs> list later. I have a list of every single one that I tried. But um, yeah, I so I I started slowly getting into it, reading about the test, reading about the structure, how how like. Know GMA Club, of course, a lot of like debriefs and everything to like get into it, like understand what the structure is, what the scoring system is, everything, what the what the actual um, materials involved, like the things that they ask you. And after like three, four days, I was like, yeah, I get like I, I was like practice practicing a little. I have an understanding, a decent understanding of what, how this is. I took a mock test from Bloomberg, the Bloomberg free mock test that they are. interested more Okay. Which I, I didn't know. It's it's odd. I know now. I know it's like an odd one to take, but I, back then I didn't know. I was like, "Hey, like this seems this seems okay. I'm just gonna take it." I got a 540. I, I don't remember the splits, but I was like, "Okay, this is a good starting point." And from there, I and I, I knew that I had to save the two official ones for, for later. I I didn't I didn't want to you know burn one. Um and the for official. those of you
0: watching Alfonso's referencing. If you go to NBA.com, you can take two free mock tests. They are the official mock tests. Mm-hmm. They they offer four additional ones you can purchase. It is best practice to take those tests and use them sparingly because those are gonna be the most accurate representation of your score. Uh so yep. just to fill that in for Alfonso.
1: Totally. Well, and by the way, I ended up buying all four of them. The there extra we go. ones, of course, <laughs> like I mean, I had to, cause like you know, every single time that I was like, okay, now it's gonna be the time, it happened again and again. So. Uh,
0: so so what was I that Bloomberg a- mock, and what was, I guess, your first official mock?
1: And okay, this is really interesting, cause like by what, by week seven or eight, when I was like, okay, I'm now, I'm gonna test myself, I'm ready, like to eventually take it soon. I I got a I got on the official one, I got a 710. However, okay, so that's a now that I look back. It's a really high score, and I was gladly surprised. I was like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go for it." Like, seven, seven hundred plus for me was like, you know, amazing. Like, that's all I needed. And surprisingly, after that, that I couldn't take it, like, and all of that. The following at least five or six weeks, when I would take mocks every two or three weeks, I never reached seven hundred plus again. And then now that I'm like, you know, I do the debrief internal, internal debrief and everything, I. Can totally see how lucky I was on that 710, because I I wasn't like fully aware, especially in verbal quant. It's like for for me it was always like okay, but verbal was my nemesis. I I did not under fully understood how the structure of you know the the sentence correction and the and the rest of the of the questions types um, were actually structured and like f- being fully aware of why I'm choosing the question the alternative. Yep. Um, over others, and that's something that I got at the end when I was totally going ham, starting finally clicked. A it's exactly that's the word. It finally clicked. So that was a seven ten that I maybe wish I didn't get because like it gave me confidence that I that I didn't need, like I didn't want, or like I shouldn't have. I guess.
0: Well, um, so, so let me ask. So you took that seven ten, by the way. And I actually would say. That's a good thing. If you get uh, an initial score like that, that it may say to you, okay, I don't need to study that hard. But on the flip side, it can act as a catalyst for you to say, okay, I'm close. Like I know I don't need to break my back here for a year to get the score I want. I know I'm somewhere in the ballpark, even if it takes a little luck. Um, Yeah, Yeah. yeah. So what I want to follow up on is you, so you took, the official again. You said you got like a seven ten. How far apart were you taking the other five official mocks to help you measure your score?
1: I most of the times it was every two weeks, which I, I feel I think it's not recommended, but for me it was like a good way to like you know, because I knew I was gonna take it on a Sunday, I would study to like study like Friday evening, and of course during my Gma prep no social life like that was the worst part. Like I would tell my friends I'm sorry I'm just prepping for the gym. <laughs> so saturdays i wouldn't i wouldn't go crazy on saturdays i would put like three or four hours which is i mean it's a lot but it's not crazy like you know eight hours on a saturday um mm-hmm. and i would always like every two weeks know that that sunday i was gonna take a mock so you know saturday gonna go to bed early you know eat healthy whatever and 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 make sure that i was like you know ready to take it that that sunday morning but yeah it was interesting after that seven ten for like five or six weeks so three attempts or maybe four attempts i don't know i did not i get i got like 650s 640s 620s and i was like okay like something's happening
0: and, and let me follow up on that mm-hmm. where was the score drop was it on the quant side of the test or it was, was always always verbal always
1: verbal, always verbal. Okay. yeah and that's yeah. generally i when i started studying for some weird reason i was gonna i said let's do 50 50 verbal and quant awa and, and integrated reasoning i didn't really study um so I would do 50 50. However, since, and this is just a me thing, quant was always like kind of like less um, of a hassle to study. Like you just go and do practice you know, questions instead of having to read and like reading comprehension. That was like always really a pain. Um, I would end up always doing like 70 30, like 70 quant percent of my time and then 30 verbal Cause I was like just naturally saying, okay, let's just think, do a few more questions on, on quant. Uh And that actually led me to, at the end, always hit like 49, 50 or 51 in all my mocks. And actually all my mocks after like when I was getting towards the end, it was always 50 or 51, which I was like, okay, like that's that's pretty, pretty good. Uh However, and this is something important. After like the second um, online failed attempt, I came into the realization that, you know, and this is maybe something obvious that people know or maybe don't. I don't know. But, you know, I was always reaching, like, the top, you know, 50 or 51 on quant. So I could not improve my score through quant anymore. And I was still studying quant. I was like, that, that's really stupid. So after that second failed attempt, I literally did 95% of my time verbal. I went crazy on verbal. Like, I said, okay, I have to, like, you know, crack the verbal and 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 go for it. And here's why I want to recommend. This book, um which is my savior. It's the only thing that I actually got from my girlfriend. I have to shout out her for this. Uh, the GMAT Manhattan Prep All-Bearvel. It's a really long book. It's, uh, let me check. Like, it's probably over close to 500, 700 pages? Yeah, five, five, five something, 500, uh, 500 something pages. I read this thing, the entire thing, like, three or four times. Like, I'm not kidding. Because, like, as a non-native speaker, you don't have the basic knowledge of understanding the roots of the sentences and the you know what what people are trying to say in english so for me like you know every night and like every time that i would study and during the the two weeks that i was off on on the wedding trip i would like wake up and read this book like just religiously it was it was so useful like i highly 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 recommend this book everyone that's struggling with verbal it was the secret formula for me. I, I read it. I'm not kidding. Like those five, 600 pages, three or four times at least. And and like everything that says in there, one, the first time you read it, I, the first time I read the whole book, I was like, okay, like it makes sense. Okay, done. But then the second time you read it, like you start finding little things that you missed. And then the third time you read it, you start finding even more things. So definitely a big recommendation there. Um, that's definitely what like got me up there with, with Verbal.
0: You mentioned you are strong quant, therefore you had to focus on verbal. Part of what makes the GMAT, the GRE, the LSAT, whatever test you're studying for, part of it is going to be understanding in order to be successful, where are you strong and where are you weak? If you know where you're strong, like Alfonso was with quant, you don't need to to your to his point do 50 50 you already know you have the basics and and frankly you're you're already an expert on that field on that side you're you're already proficient there's nothing more you can do beside maintain so you have to then allocate elsewhere but by the
1: way let me give you the list i have a list um of all all the the other three trials that i did which are really good i mean there's some better ones than others i have to say that of course um so let me give you the list. We have Bloomberg, that was the first one that I tried. Then I tried Manhattan Prep. EGMAT, that was really good. QS Sleep, that was okay. Uh, to Prep, pretty good. Kaplan, meh. Experts Global, really good, really, really good, especially the free mocks. Magouche, really good as well. Uh, the Economist, meh, it was okay, the free trial. Princeton Review, also okay. Uh, Target's Test Prep, also okay. The best one by far dima club when you sign up for the when i you subscribe or something the math the quant of uh, mocks and all of that it's just so useful they're like so close to the official ones not the variables tw- i have to say but the one I, I
0: reversed here which which one is 12 which one is 21.
1: right there. no no no. 21 right there 12 there
0: perfect 12. Where's my camera? 12.
1: And then one, one, one more. And also uh, a big shout out to um, the YouTube channel uh, besides Gmail Club, which is one that I, I'm subscribed to. And I would watch all the debriefs and all that. Like the, that gives him, that gave me a lot of like, you know, guidance when I needed it. Um, crack Verbal. The, that channel is really good. Especially for me. I needed to crack the Verbal. So um, really, 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 really good um, channel. See, folks, he
0: bashed. Those up. are uh, he That's why we're here.
1: And of course, the OG. I have the OG 2020 uh the official guide that that was also my you know my biggest uh, source of official questions those 900 Which, questions for verbal is all you,
0: is all you need or should study oh, official only og mm-hmm. and lsat i'll pound the yeah. table for those
1: something else really important charles videos um uh, especially jim and
0: ninja,
1: ninja yes amazing like i would watch those i mean since he goes through actual questions be careful don't burn those uh early in the process like because then if you watch those videos again you are going to be biased you gonna be like oh i already know that's the answer and and you're not going to fully get into it so i would save those at least to like you know past week five because like you want to have a good baseline in order to understand what he's actually talking about when he goes you know parallelism and, and like many other things that he's gonna mention but so- those are extremely valuable
0: Two quick comments. One, thank you for the shout-out for GMAT Club. We are free. We It's an open platform. Our quant mocks, I will say, are very good. they were in by Bunel, which is an AI computer that may be the smartest thing in the world. And Brunel posts uh, answers to questions routinely and explanations. Smartest uh, person on the forum when it comes to quant, I think. No, one of. When it comes to verbal... Gmat ninja is the single foremost expert in the field. I'm sorry. I don't think anybody comes close. I my playground is critical reasoning. I would not go toe to toe with him for that reason. I would lose. <laughs> Only person on the floor I would lose to, I believe. But maybe 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 one other tutor maybe. But beyond that, I'm fairly confident I can beat everybody. So use Charles's videos, Gmat ninja. Use his videos if you're watching this. Follow him on GMAT Club. He posts explanations that are thorough and detailed. <laughs> Replicate him, and you're going to do well on the test.
1: Um, yes, 100%. And by the way, fun fact. Yeah. I, I actually reached out to Charles after, you know, getting the score, thanking him and everything. He he responded, which was really cool. He told me he He's was an exchange guy. student. Yes, yes. He told me he was an exchange student in Chile when he was a, stu- a student. So that's a big fun fact for me. I mean, who would have oh, known? Who would have thought? So my little country is not... So Lila anymore. The G-Man Ninja knows about it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> He's put you guys on the map. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I want to go to what we talked about earlier, which was the breakdown of your study habits. And you said at first you were 50-50 quant verbal, and then you were sort of 90-10, 95-5. Yep. I want to know what what were you doing to study during those breakdowns? Were you doing no, 10 or 20 quant questions and reviewing them and then doing 20 verbal what i mean so what were those breakdowns like for you on a daily basis
1: i would and this is really weird i would always do quant first to like get in the rhythm of like okay i'm studying i'm like sitting down no distractions like around yeah probably 10 questions Uh, um whether they were official or not i i would i tend to leave uh i tended to leave the the official ones towards the end but i still ran out but anyway um so I would be like 10 questions of quant and then I'm like okay I'm in the rhythm and then I'll go to verbal and for verbal something that I didn't do at the beginning but I wish I I knew it was actually reviewing them you know thoroughly with a lot of detail but at the GMAT club forum I was I, I didn't know how how would have known um I it was just it changed the game like you know actually reading the comments reading the you know few options of like ways to approach it the reasoning it, it was so useful like cuz before i honestly even with official question i was like go like sentence correction for example and see the answer read it and then be like okay what if i would have done this what if i okay i see the mistake here but like let's let's be honest like the explanations of the official guy are not the best when when you read the the answers you were talking
0: about the quant verbal yeah, and how yeah. you were reviewing verbal questions and how you weren't really reviewing them. You were sort of just exactly. seeing the answers and saying, okay, this makes sense. So please pick yeah. up with that.
1: And then, yeah, no, I was, the point was like the, the forum, actually reading the, the GMAT forum, you can like a um, quick pro tip. You Google the, the first few words of the question, and then after you write GMAT club, and it's going to come up as the first first option, the actual question with the Woo. whole thread. And that's extremely, extremely, extremely useful. And then that makes you also put like at least three, four, five minutes into reviewing each one of the questions. And and that's extremely, extremely useful.
0: And so I actually want to follow up on that because what you hit on is maybe one of the most important ideas in all of not just GMAT test taking, mm-hmm. standardized test taking, yep. GMAT, LSAT, GRE any of those types of tests, if you do not review, and by review, I mean review appropriately, you are never going to break through a 630 or 650 unless you are already just beyond brilliant and or you, you just know everything already. Reviewing is the most important thing. And by review, I advocate for blind review. And what does that mean? Blind review means you take the test or take, take the questions. So you answer the questions. You then go away from them. So let's say you do verbal first or quant first. doesn't really matter. You do one section. You, you answer the questions. You do not look at the answers. You then go to a different section. Let's say you then go from quant to critical reasoning, sense correction. You then do those. You go back to the first section that you did. Let's say it was quant. You do not know the answers that you put down. So you hide the answers. You do the questions again, assuming you cannot remember them verbatim. Doing that and then comparing your answers and finding out what the answer actually was is called blind reviewing. If you cannot do that or subsequently, if you cannot go through and eliminate every answer choice during, and by the way, first time you take it as timed, that's a big part. So first time you take it timed. Second time you go through, again, not remembering your answers untimed. If between those two, uh, breakdowns. You A get them both wrong or one of them wrong and or B you cannot eliminate every answer and explain it away. That's what you're reviewing for. Because that's the only way you're going to break through to a 700 is by blind reviewing and making sure you can eliminate everything and you tease out every critical detail that you're looking for. Now Alfonso, you were nodding your head.
1: I Yeah, I totally agree. 100%. And something else I forgot and that might sound weird now, but like when I did it, it was extremely useful. And if there's any resource out there that already does this um i I will feel bad because i I put a lot of time into this into this for each one of the 900 plus questions of the official guide on an excel file i would put the question you know one through 900 and on the right the answer key with white font so i wouldn't see the answer and then i would have another column to have the answer So I would go answering each one without knowing if it was right or wrong. Say like, I'll do a a pack of, you know, and also another thing, this 900 questions, which are divided in the the four sections, I split them because they go up into difficulty as you move on. I divided those in like four sections, each sections into four individual sections and I had them by color in the Excel. So if I said, okay, I want to practice real like uh, questions of the GMAT, I would do two questions from the first section, two from the second, two and two. So I'll get eight wow. questions f- from a variety of difficulties, and then I'll just write my answer on the. I would enter my answer uh, on the Excel, and then at the end, you know, just the quick equal formula, and then you'll know which ones are, are are right or wrong, and then you can do that blind thing and and genuinely have a good mix of difficulties of official questions, and also go through like what were which ones were right and and wrong so i mean that was helpful i guess um Very. it takes some time i don't know if you can find online maybe the the like the actual answer key so you can copy and paste them i didn't i couldn't find them uh but uh, and also it was the official guy 2020 so maybe like i don't know maybe for like now you can find them maybe but the 2021 i, I couldn't but it was really useful yeah
0: that's that's awesome that mm-hmm. is such a great way to study It's blind reviewing. It's making sure you don't know and making sure you can approach it and break it down. Um, I have two really pressing questions that I want to get to. And so they're, they of relate to what we've talked about already. The first is the, the story of this debrief was I got a 750 working full time and it was obviously for you, very stressful. How were you able to deal with that stress? How are you able to continue to and how are you able to continue to motivate yourself to study day in and day out, knowing you have work, it's draining you, you and you're not really doing anything to help your brain reset. You're just continuously pounding it uh, with things that that are work. It's all
1: work. How, yeah, how did you yeah. get there? Um, well, besides all the, you know, dealing with frustration and the support from your, you know, uh, environment one like the one thing that i i think most people at least the people that i know that are starting for the then and, and myself also struggle with is the time management so that first thing is huge like luckily for me it was back when you know there were still some restrictions with covid so i could kill the social life not really you know with like making a huge sacrifice so i was okay. a huge that was huge that gives you a lot of hours then also you have to like start sacrificing other things like i love sports i had to like you know I wouldn't go out and play soccer and other things with my friends uh, as much. Uh, I would only go and hit like a quid, you know, 45 minutes in the gym, you know, every uh, few days a week, just to stay healthy. That that whole healthy thing is, it's huge though. Like, like sleeping well, eating well prior to the test that, that makes a huge difference. Anyway. um, Also sleeping less, like, I mean, prior to the test, you have to sleep more, but during hardcore prepping, like you have to sleep. I usually sleep like eight or nine hours. I was, hitting like six or seven to wake up early study and then like study at night um and so that's with time management you have to sacrifice something like because you have a lifestyle and, and 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 you you dedicate hours to each one of the things whether it's family friends work um sleeping and you have to sacrifice something in order to fit that few hours a day that you need to study for the gmat and then in terms of frustration well i i guess it's it's super first personal, like how you th- see yourself reaching your goal and, and, and then also like putting the time and effort. Like it's a standardized test. Like you can totally, if you put the hours, uh, like crack it, like go and like understand and make that click that you said that like once that happens, you're like, OK, I, I, I got it. Like now I understand how this whole thing works. And then also the, the environment, like, okay, like my girlfriend was fully supportive, was, she was extremely supportive, like, we would also, like, no, go out as much, you know, no, out for dinner, and, like, things like that. Um, well, my family, I, my family's in the north, so I, I, um, I, I don't see them as often. I, I live with my sisters in Santiago, so they will also be supportive, like, you know, not being, you know, messing with me if I was actually taking a mock test, you know, uh, and things like that, I guess. Um and also work. I mean, my, my employer was extremely supportive. Uh, we work, you know, it's project based. So in my project, I was able to like say I was going to finish early some days, say I was going to start late some other days to, to make sure that I was putting the hours and, and actually studying. So yeah.
0: Okay. Duly noted. I want to ask in a similar, similar line of questioning. You took that first test that we talked about, the mock, and you got 710. Mm-hmm. Your next mock was probably six fifty, you said, or six sixty, yeah. somewhere in that ballpark. One, how did you push through that disappointment? Because you take your first mock, you're feeling good, you're like, okay, this is this is realistic. You then study for a little while, for a couple of weeks, and you come yeah. back and your scores drop. How were you able to well, push through that wall to be able to, my- keep, <laughs> to keep studying yeah. and say, what What the heck? Why am, am, am yeah, I studying this- wrong? What am I doing here?
1: Yeah, the like my only it was funny because the only thing that I would say is like it's not official, like, because those, those were all not official. So I was like, Oh, usually, you know, non official questions are not as accurate. I would just like tell that to myself, which is like, I don't know, it's kind of silly, but that would keep me thinking that I'm, I'm already at the 710 level. Let's keep thinking that I'm at the 710 level and keep studying to get to the 720, 730 level. Um, but I'm, I mean, and something really funny, my second official mock, the second free one was a 690. <laughs> so I was like, okay, something went wrong. And that's when I actually realized that's when I, the, the big realization came um, of, you know, I'm putting all this time to quant. I'm hitting 50, 51. Let's go all out for verbal. And funny enough, at the end, I, I got a 49 on Quant, which was, uh, you know, I should have gotten a 50-51, but it's fine. I mean, I had never a 750, gotten 750. even, yeah, I had never gotten close to 44 verbal ever. Like my best verbal was like 38, maybe 39, or maybe maybe 40 in the in one of the last very last official ones that I took. But yeah, the the amount of I I would give this advice like in that last few days prior to the test sleep well eat well work out uh that morning don't change your routine everything it makes you like get there with your brain just like fresh and like ready to just go and kill it and if you put if you put the hours prior to the test things are going to come up like you're going to everything's going to make sense if you are in question 5 or 6 which is something that I kind of felt in the first my first attempt something's not going to something's not going to click you're going to be like oh, you know I don't know but for me like at least in Burville when the very uh, last attempt I was just flying through like every question I at least the first end you know because they're like the easiest ish I was like I know I know for sure that's the right answer uh, <laughs> and then towards the end I probably I was like you know 50 50 in with in between two alternatives and luckily I hopefully got like a few a few right of those but but yeah I mean so what
0: I actually want to reiterate is these are standardized tests there's also an element of luck to it and Alfonso mm-hmm. sort of yep. admits to this uh, a V40 was his highest all of a sudden you got a V44 um, I had a friend at work who uh, she was testing in like the high 600s like between 670 and 690 she ended up getting almost I think she got a 740 or a 730 oh. and she told me point blank that it was 100% luck and so that's <laughs> – <laughs> you can study as much as you want at the end of the day. And by the way, the GMAT Ninja and others will attest to this. It There's an element of luck to it uh, even for these experts. I mean, so when I was staying for the LSAT, I used a course to help me study, um, to help round out some edges. And the guy whose course I had purchased, even he admitted he, he couldn't get a perfect score on the LSAT. Because there was such an element of luck involved with some of the questions mm, that it just yeah. didn't matter. There was always going to be one or two or three that didn't yes. click in his mind, and it was game over for the perfect score. Um, I, so I we're all human.
1: Yeah, and and though if you're like killing it at least in verbal, those very last two or three questions, like it's going to be 50 and so like, not for me, but. Of course, yeah. But well, for normal people like us, like it's going to be a guess. Uh yeah. Cuz then of course if you if you go and see the videos of like, you know, on YouTube like the hardest questions of the GMAT sentence correction and you actually, you know, kind of cheat and go through the reasoning of the expert, at the end if you genuinely put yourself in the shoes of what if this was a question that I was taking on the real GMAT and then you see the answer, it was so subtle like I there was no way that you can figure that out in 2 minutes like the very, very, very hardest questions, especially incentive correction and, and critical reasoning, it's um some luck involved.
0: Well so then what was your uh timing strategy around that? At what point did you say if you didn't know something it was fifty-fifty and just accept one and move on?
1: Um I think, no, I, I don't remember exactly, but it must have been like two-ish minutes. Because I, I knew that the first 10, I was going to kill them in less than two minutes. So I could like, and I think in Berville, it's even less than two minutes per question, right? So I, I know that the first 10, unlike some advice that people say that you have to take longer, so you make sure that you have them right, I I was I went with the mentality that I, I was going to know that this, those were going to be the easiest ones, which they were. So I was going to just go fly through them. And then the second... Uh, you know the uh, second half. No, the last twenty questions. I was gonna put more time and actually make sure that those were right. But yeah, I'll never know. We'll never know how many I got right or wrong. I didn't get the the, the analysis thing. That's that you okay. can find.
0: Um Also, yeah. when did you know your prep is complete? Like, did you achieve a certain level of accuracy for easy and medium questions?
1: Um, okay, that's a good question. Actually, towards the end, I would totally pretty much ignore the easy ones. Um I would like maybe do the first question like the first question of the you know study session as an easy just to like for fun because like at some you're so good like that you like know when they're easy and that like, you just like kill them um but I I never really measured like kind of like a percentage of accuracy I I was just always sticking to the plan trusting trusting the process and and you know reps and reps and reps and and yeah I mean when I got the 710 at first I thought I was ready I was wrong. (laughs) Towards the end, and I didn't mention this, uh, the very last uh, time that I attempted those four days prior, I I bought the last two mock tests. (laughs) So, and I also was like, "Okay, this is it. Like, if I don't if I don't take it now, like I I'm officially out of resources, official resources." And I got seven twenty and seven twenty on those two mocks. And but but I was like, like it it felt right. Like it felt like I got 720 because i knew every single like of the every single one of the questions that i got right it was just not luck and i honestly i I thought i was gonna get a 720 because like you know 720 it was i I took the gym out on a friday thursday and wednesday i got 720 those two uh, mornings before and that's totally something that they don't recommend either like taking mock tests the day before your test but i was it it was an emergency for me after all that things that i've gone through and and i was like yeah i'm gonna i'm Definitely gonna get a seven twenty. Well, it was seven fifty, so even better. So that—that's how I—I—I I, I, I guess I measured that.
0: Good to know. Um, we covered this. How much time uh, did it take for the GMA daily? I think you said three or four uh, hours.
1: At the, at the beginning, days? it was like one, one or two. Okay. At the, at the very last, I was going ham five or six hours, but that, those very last few days. Uh, and also depending on the availability, uh, the first 10 weeks, it was like one or two hours every day, weekends, three or four, Saturday and Sunday. And, and but like quality, like there's a, a whole separate conversation in terms of like quality of studying. Like those would be like, you know, phone out, no, uh, you know, YouTube or like hidden tabs or anything fully GMAT, fully reading, fully getting into it. That, that's also really important.
0: Good to know. We covered this one as well. How much, uh, how did you manage your job and uh, give, yeah. uh, take the an exam? Um, it can be real stressful. I mean, you, well, you talked about the tips.
1: Yes. Yes. I It's communication. I mean, if your company is supportive, uh, a lot of communication with your managers, they have to know that you're studying. Um, also sacrifice um, less sleeping in my, in my case.
0: With that said, we are up against the hour. Alfonso told me we had an hour and we Boy, did we make it. Oh, I'm so yep. proud of myself. I'm so proud of you too, but I'm also Perfect. proud of me. This is like 70-30 proud of me. Um, If I'm breaking it down here. Um, Alfonso, you've been awesome. Thank you so much for joining us. Did you have any last comments that you want to give to our audience before um, we wrapped up here?
1: Well, no. Uh, just thank you. like Guys, at the GMA Club, such a great resource. The best one by far from the forum to the quant uh, questions to everything. And it's also going to be useful for, you know, applying to business school. So, Very you, Evan, thank you for everything. And and you represent the whole EMA Club in the community. Yes, so, as
0: you. the uh, dictator emeritus, apparently. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have way too much fun with this. But anyways, Alfonso, again, it was a it was pleasure. Great. We hope to see you here with a sometime in the near future. Oh, out, yeah. have a great weekend. And we'll see you